0: And you see this difference between a dog that's like kind of in this crouched, technically sleeping position, ready to jump up at any time versus a dog that's like truly relaxed. Conked. Mm. Exactly. And I think one of the things that tends to do that for a lot of dogs is the presence of their person. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. I'm with my person. Um, They've got this. Everything's okay. I can rest now because they're watching out for me, Right. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what I think of as you're talking about resting in Jesus.
1: Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side. Hope you're having an awesome week. We are Anson, Kara, and Isaac, and we are so glad to be hanging out with you again in the middle of the Christmas season and merriment, and Hmm. um, we were just talking about car problems and health problems and all the real life things that are happening in the middle of all the twinkling lights and fun. Yeah, there's that too. (laughs) So we're surviving all of that. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, we came in to hang out with you and press the rewind button on the week. That's right, and first
2: we're gonna talk about what's on repeat, and for me, it's New Day by Blanca.
0: Wake up, a new day.
2: Uh, this is one of those artists, and specifically one of the songs that I think in the past I would have gone like, eh, "Okay, it's kind of a it's a girly song," like it's probably <laughs> what I would have said at first. Um, but New Day by Blanca is super great, and particularly. And help me, Anson, on pronouncing her name, Jekyll and Carr. Yeah, I'd actually never heard of her. I think you're getting that right. Jekyll and Carr. Yeah, I did a little bit of digging on her. She actually earned eight Billboard number ones before she turned 21. Whoa! And uh, she's actually from over in Northeast Arkansas, so she's an Arkansan. But this song, "New Day," is so good. The production on it is great, and it really lets Jekyll and Blanca shine on their vocals. Mm. It's just so so nice. And one line that stands out particularly to me is. I may not know the how, but I know the who. And Carrie, mm. you talked about how we've all been going through all yeah. these different like <laughs> Things. crazy health, car, financial, just <laughs> craziness through December. And I may not know the how, but I know the who is kind of an anthem for I think all of us right now. Mm. And I want to encourage anyone, if you like the song New Day that we're playing, that entire album that it comes off of is so good. Ooh, um, some yeah. of the writers, Jekyll and Carr, I mentioned earlier, is one of them on there and Taylor Hill. A frequent CHH collaborator with Lecrae also wrote on this album, so it's just a solid listen. Mm. especially if you're kind of going through kind of that December slump and you need a little extra pick me up.
0: I love it. I had the opportunity to listen to uh, Blanca live last summer at one of the uh, conferences, radio conferences that I went to. It was the first time I'd ever heard her live. Mm -hmm. And she's got an incredible voice. She's one of those vocalists that's like, she starts singing the first couple notes and you're kind of like, okay. Uh, Yeah, you're legit. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those that I think it's a
2: pop album for sure, but it's one of those that the talent is really there. And Mm. I think that you'd be doing her a disservice if you wrote her off as just kind of like a Christian pop artist. She's incredibly talented. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I'm going to check this album out. Do it. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. I've been thinking about the idea of peace. It's Advent right now. And I know some I feel like there's different churches that do different themes for the weeks, but our mm. church for the second week did the peace candle. Is that what you guys did at your church, Anson, or do I you remember? honestly don't
0: remember?
1: <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> this um, last
0: week has been a bit of a blur. That's
1: okay. It's I was totally fair. Mountain
2: biking last Sunday. I didn't
1: the <laughs> yeah. hey, that's fair. <laughs> My bad. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about peace, and I I ran across a really interesting um, article slash devotional by Stephanie Phillips, where she kind of unpacks this idea of. Peace and how she's, she suffers from anxiety. And uh, all of us, I believe, in this room have had our struggles with that mm. in the past. So, uh, peace is one of these interesting ideas that I, I think, what, is, what does that actually mean? Like, I have an idea in my head of what that means. And as a type nine on the Enneagram, it's like probably the number one thing I want most in life mm. is peace. Whether it's in my circumstances, but especially in my relationships and like whatever room I am in, that is my highest desire sure. is like, I want there to be peace. Yeah. And also internal peace. It's something that drives right. a lot of my behavior. Yeah. But interestingly, as Stephanie points out in this article, a lot of times what I regard as peace is actually just an outcome, a specific form of rescue, a wish granted, a prayer answered with sure, what a great idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I think of as peace. Mm. I don't know if you guys are similar in that way, but reading that sentence, I was like, Ooh, ouch. Okay. That's kind of true. So if it's not that, what is peace? Mm. What does it mean to you guys? And she goes on to say a little bit more here, but I thought I'd just pause there for a second and see like, what does that mean to you guys?
0: That's a really difficult question to answer now that I'm trying to think (laughs) of one. I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is like metaphorical images. Mm-hmm. I think of water that's smooth. Yeah. And at least in my life, I, I feel like there's been a lot of choppy waters lately. Yes. And so this, this feeling of, of choppiness and a lack of control mm. and stormy weather and not knowing, and certainly outcomes, I think play a part in that, like not mm-hmm. knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. hmm. But I, I think I, I don't even necessarily know how to describe it other than just as like this feeling of unsettledness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Yeah. Uh, is I guess maybe like what you could boil it down to. The water is not smooth. Something is not right. I, I think the problem, I guess, with that definition, or at least my solutions uh, based on that definition is I feel like, OK, for me and my personality, then like I need to fix that. You right. Know? Like something's exactly. not right. Mm -hmm. So we've got to fix the problem, right, to make things right. There's all sorts of potential remedies that you Mm -hmm. can try to apply depending on what you think is causing those choppy waters. Mm -hmm. Um, But but ultimately, I think I guess that's what comes to my mind is is choppiness, a lack of smooth waters. Something is not right. Yeah. And then just this feeling of general kind of unsettledness that results from that of like, I wish things could just settle yes yeah
1: i wish the water would just be still and right. I, I have a that's a great metaphor because like we did some boating this last summer and there are days you go out on the water and it is rough yeah. like riding yeah. on the water when it's when it's choppy is not pleasant yeah. right and then there's days where we would go camping and you wake up in the morning absolutely still like completely mm-hmm. still and mm-hmm. it is so much more fun to ride in a boat <laughs> yeah. on that water i can right. tell you 100 yeah. percent. so yeah. that's a good metaphor
2: I think that I've talked about this before on the podcast, but my um, pup Gravy is a very anxious dude. Yeah, And in fact, it's incredible to have such a raw example of anxiety to kind of like draw reference from because he likes to patrol from our front room to our living room and just back and forth, back and (laughs) forth. And he'll reach a point in the day where he's sitting next to me and he just goes... (sighs) And like, it's that full exhale. Yeah, And to me, that's that contrast between... The anxiety of I need to be doing something. I need to be doing something, mm. and then finally, like that. Okay, I can right. rest now. Mm. And I don't know. I haven't figured out yet what brings that about quicker in him. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think in my own life, that's helped me examine closely the things that have me sort of pacing mm. back and forth. It's really. Good. And then finding the things that help me sort of exhale, like he does when he finally just realizes, oh, I can calm down and rest mm. now. And I think doubling down on those have been really big and important for me. But that exhale. Mm -hmm. For me, peace is kind of just that deep exhale after you've Yeah. Okay. So, you
0: might say peace is rest. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. That's, yeah.
1: That's a good yeah. way to describe it. Mm-hmm. I, I identify with that strongly too. I find myself when I'm in the middle of overwhelming seasons taking a lot of big, deep breaths and heavy sighs, yeah. which I feel like is probably super annoying to people around me. But it's <laughs> like this, like, are you okay yeah, over there? Right. You just keep heavy sighing. I'm like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm just trying to, like, be peaceful over there. Just here. trying to breathe. Just trying to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> so, what Stephanie talks about in this article is this idea that peace, is a gift and it's not something we can necessarily conjure up or manufacture. Like mm-hmm. like you're talking about Anson, right. it's something I'm always trying to conjure up and manufacture. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, which book should I read? Which journal should I buy? Which thing will provide this that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. And of course, and it's, this sounds very cliched, but when I read it this week, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a good point. She said, ultimately, this piece amounts to the presence of Jesus with us in the period before the rescue and in every moment after true peace transcends feelings like settledness or nervousness mm-hmm. it sits beside us it carries us it rescues us by being with us mm-hmm. and it never ever leaves and I, I i love that picture because it feels like it's less about me and my ability to calm down
2: yeah
1: <laughs> and it's more about like no like you know if peace is is jesus right and we can't earn that gift of Jesus presence with us. And he promises to always be with us. Then there's some comfort in that. I don't necessarily know how to access that a lot of times, which yeah, is again, right. I guess goes back to my effort, but realizing like, okay, if peace is a gift, it's not something I have to figure out or conjure up. And it's, it's with me, even when I don't feel it, right? <laughs> when I don't feel perfectly settled, mm-hmm. that's okay. Like, Jesus is still there in it with me, sitting beside me, carrying me, being with me. And maybe eventually at some point, hopefully, like I'll settle down like gravy, you yeah. know? Yeah. But in the meantime, like you sitting on the couch there with gravy, you're like, I'm here the whole right. time. You just right. got to come here and like sit beside me. Right. You yeah. got to acknowledge, oh, my person is here. I'm safe. Right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that.
0: I was thinking about... <laughs> what isaac said in terms of applying the word rest to kind of that metaphor and then what you said i think you can kind of combine those into like resting in jesus right Mm -hmm. Is is really what we're we're talking about what we're going for and when you talk about like a dog at least the dog that we just recently got you know when i leave the house he's still struggling with this kind of anxiety of Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. my person is gone And yeah. he's kind of starting to get to the point now where I'll check him on the camera and he's like he's laying down yeah. in his crate. But you can tell he's not <laughs> <Yeah>. resting, <laughs>
1: oh.
0: right? Like he he lays down, but he yep. still has that like, you know, kind of ready Alert. to jump at it yeah. up at yep. any moment. I'm still paying attention to everything that's going on around me. Aww. And dogs actually do this a lot, right? Like this is part of why dogs sleep, sleep in air quotes like Uh, you know, 16 and sometimes like even more hours a day is because when they sleep most of the time, they're actually still very alert. Right. They can wake up at almost any moment. If a sound happens, if something goes on
1: interesting there,
0: it's a very shallow sleep. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not really true rest. And every once in a while, though, you get a glimpse of a dog that's like, Truly relaxed mm-hmm. and chilled out. Right. Yes. You see those fun pictures of like a dog yeah. laying on the floor, like on their back with their feet all up in the air yes. or like laying all over their <laughs> human being. Yeah. And you see this difference between a dog that's like kind of in this crouched, technically mm-hmm. sleeping position. Yeah. yeah. Ready to jump up at any time versus a dog that's like truly relaxed. Conked. Mm. Exactly. And I think one of the things that tends to do that for a lot of dogs is the presence of their person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. hundred percent. I'm with my person. Oh, they've got this. Everything's okay. Yeah. I can rest now because oh, they're watching out for me. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's exactly what I think of. Yeah. As you're talking about resting in Jesus is this idea that like mm. when he is present, I mean, you're right. You said, you know, he's always there. It's just a matter right. of us coming to him. Right. Recognizing that, <laughs> recognizing that yeah. he's going to control the situation. Right. He's watching out the windows. Right. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got, got an it. eye yeah. on the house. Yeah. We yeah. can just chill out and relax. Yeah. Right. But it, takes sometimes a lot of pacing until we re- like get gravy, to that point yeah. to get to that point where maybe we even tire ourselves out and go like all right you know isaac like i've i've been <laughs> watching the front of the house all day long yeah and i'm just exhausted now so i'm gonna have to hand it off to you you know and (laughs) isaac grudgingly. yeah and isaac's going like i would have been happy to take it from you the whole time (laughs) the whole time yeah
1: Yeah. you didn't need to do that but okay yeah Yeah.
0: that's very cute gravy that you've been keeping an eye on the front yard for me (laughs) exactly
1: i love that that's such a good metaphor fast forward
0: All right. It's my turn to talk about something that I'm looking forward to. It's time for fast forward. I'm going to keep the subject on dogs at the moment, although I'm going to lighten things up just a little bit. But we recently got this new dog. His name is Arrow. He's a Weimaraner. He's about nine months old. And our house has been in kind of adjustment mode (laughs) since then as we've been adjusting to having a new dog. It's
1: a big deal. We have
0: an old dog who's like 13 years old. He's a little itty bitty Mm -hmm. guy uh, named Cypher. And so he's figuring this out as well. The number one thing that I am looking forward to in my life right now, and this sounds pretty trivial, but it's starting to get pretty important too, (laughs) is no pee on my carpet.
1: Oh (laughs) no! Uh,
0: This has been a problem for the last two weeks. There has been a constant stream.
1: Oh no! (laughs) Literally
0: (laughs) on my carpet. But a couple days ago, my kids got involved. Oh, no. No. And I'm just going, oh, my goodness. If we could just keep the pee
1: (laughs) to (laughs) toilets and to the yard, I would
0: be so happy.
1: Oh, my goodness. In the last
0: month, we've gone through like a bottle and a half of cleaner. Oh,
1: no. I don't
0: know what has happened. The first like week or two that we had Arrow, he was seemingly potty trained. He was going outside. Right. Uh, Our old dog has been potty trained for a decade right doing fine with that and now within like the last two to three weeks all of a sudden like apparently all of the
1: (laughs) (laughs) rules about vacating
0: your bowels have like gone out the window and the dogs are just like it's free for all wow Um, the thing is that's like mind bogglingly frustrating is that they seem to be doing it like when no one's looking yeah and so they're being very sneaky about it of like walking (laughs) around the corner and then just like Here's a good spot. Yeah. But we're not catching them in the act, which right. with dogs is critically important oh, when you're yeah. trying right. to curb a behavior. Right. Because <laughs> like all these dog trainers will tell you, I'm not an expert in this, so just right. been reading a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll tell you, like, you have to correct a behavior in a dog like the moment that they're doing it. Yeah. Oh. Because if you try to you know scold them for something five minutes after they did something they have no idea what you're. they have like a 1.2 second association right yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's like you have to do it like immediately as it's happening kind of thing oh man and so we keep missing it and so then it's Ah. difficult to correct the behavior and just that
1: is super like it feels like
0: every time we turn around there's like another spot on the floor
1: Ah.
2: are you just finding them with your socked foot yes like (laughs) yesterday yesterday that's what happened to me like i'm walking
0: through the living room just like What was that? (laughs)
1: And
2: just like,
0: oh, Oh, could we please? (laughs) No more. It seems like this, like it's simultaneously this like little trivial thing, and also like, oh, there's pee all over my house. That's not like that's gross. Yeah, yeah, that's not cool. That's not little. And then I won't get into the story because it's just really not a fun story. (laughs) But there was there were children involved in this. Do like, you have a child do you want to name by <laughs> yeah, name. I won't right. out them here. Okay, that's fine. But
1: we <laughs> oh, man, we're like,
0: we thought we were past this with I mean, we like right. sat down with our kids the other day. We were like, look,
1: this is a rule
0: that we expect <laughs> yeah. a one-year-old dog yeah. to follow. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> human beings <laughs> right. there are yes. even higher expectations yes. right oh, sure my gosh. and the the story was basically like kids were upstairs they were like we don't want to go downstairs and have to go to the bathroom because we're in the middle of oh, doing gosh. stuff and decided not to. Oh my we're god! Like, that's not a decision you right. get to make. That yeah, you get to make. Right. No, so you're <laughs> grounded forever. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Oh my god! I wish I could ground the dogs for forever. Right, that would be nice. Like I, I, at wow. least with the kids, you know, they can make that association. Like when I'm like, "Hey, you're never gonna do that again." Yeah. They know exactly right. what I'm talking yeah, about. Right, yeah, Wish for the sure. dogs did. So, right. oh, that's forever. Anyway, us. it's I'm just a sorry. pee party at our house, and I have really looking forward to that being over yeah (laughs) that is bad very bad
1: yeah so yeah that's gonna do it for us for real fm rewind i do wish you a pee-free weekend yeah
0: (laughs) you as well that's good dear listener (laughs)
1: we'll see you again next week (laughs) thanks for listening to the real
2: fm rewind make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the real fm app or at real.fm
0: and don't forget be kind and rewind